2: Over
3: TV news, interviews and reviews, this is the Custard TV Live. It's the first podcast of the month. March is upon us, and therefore we throw ourselves upon you. It's the Custard TV no. Podcast. I am one coming in from above. It's Luke, editor and runner <laughs> of CustardTV.com, coming in slightly behind... <laughs> Easy. It's Gary. Hello. And hovering lonely in the corner, it's the northern quota of this very podcast. It's big old Matt Donnelly.
2: To be fair, I'm usually hiding in the wardrobe rather than in the corner. <laughs>
3: okay. Um, just for a bit of background, it is uh, Sunday evening as we record. Uh, it is five past do you know eight. When you
4: said that, when you do some background? This is the internet. Uh, I thought you oh, were going to okay, go yeah. quite into the depths of you know the internet.
3: <laughs> Didn't Alexander McQueen invent the internet? Wasn't it? Uh, it was either him or Alexander. Oh yeah, it was either. I no, had was three the phone. guesses. Oh, was it? <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell. Um, the other guy with the telephone.
2: He's, he's got a. He has got a double-barreled name, but I can't. I can't for the life of me think of it right now.
3: <laughs> he's firmly wedged still. That's
2: it. <laughs>
3: okay, so if you've never heard this before, we uh we talk about the history of the internet, <laughs> and then we move on and. We discuss TELL visual programming. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> TELL like visual programming? Yeah. We <laughs> no, really tell you know. all about it. That yeah. has been on, that is going to be on, and, uh, and all the latest news and stuff as well. Lot of news to get through. Um, BBC right. One uh, on Friday had a meeting with uh, Ben Stevenson, head of BBC Drama. And Charlotte Moore, head of BBC One, two massive television heads uh, got together and They've started to discuss heads. things. Yeah. Um. I've seen Ben Stevenson. His head is in proportion. So have I. I cannot. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, look at the name droppers. Oh, I've yeah. met Ben Stevenson. No, 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 no. At, le- at least we know their names. That's the start. <laughs> um, All right. Fair so point. <laughs> and then so on Friday, basically, they they uh, Charlotte Moore, head of BBC One, uh, set about. Uh, defining what she considers to be the step forward of BBC One drama. And uh, with that meeting came a lot of news to websites like ours uh, about things on the way. And a lot of new commissions, which you can find on com now. Just look for the BBC One logo that's plastered all over the website. It's websites. all over there, isn't it? Yes. I thought um, you yeah. some sponsorship or something. Well, <laughs> that's my next step. Oh, uh, okay. A couple of them, though. Uh, Lenny Henry... Is going is uh, going to write a um, a sort of semi autobiographical drama about growing up in Dudley. Presumably, a lot of it will be set at the Merry Hill Shopping Centre because uh, that's about the only decent thing in Dudley, I think. The zoo. A... Um, <laughs> yeah, the way out. Um, <laughs> uh, a surpri- <laughs> a, surpri- a surprising a uh, couple of commissions were that. BBC One is now going to become the home of Agatha Christie after mm. so many years of Poirot on ITV. They are now so many taking... Years of t- what? Poirot.
4: <laughs> so it's Poirot. It's Belgium. It's not Poirot. Poirot. It's not, <laughs> not your... Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, Poirot? Poirot! It's not Poirot! Come on, down, a Poirot. <laughs> Come on but now I <laughs> want hey, Poirot! Hey, up, oh, gosh, Poirot! Heyo, darling, Poirot! Is that what it's going to be like on BBC C1? <laughs> yeah. First has
4: been now, a murder. Been a murder. The cool. And now,
3: borrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sound Italian when I do it, so it's interesting. Uh, David Williams is to write and star in the first of the Christie remakes. Uh, that's called Partners in Crime. And also, Sophie Phelps is taking on one of Ag- Agatha Christie's best-known works, And Then There Were None. Uh, as well. Uh, another commission worth a mention is The Interceptor. That is an uh, eight-part drama from kudos uh, I believe, um, and it's going to star Lorraine Ashbourne, Joe Jorna of Extenders, and Trevor Eve, but not in a main role. My guess now, and this hasn't started production yet, how much money do you want to put on it that at some point Trevor Eve will get very shouty? Shouty, yeah. Of, you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm also, also, is this
2: a remake of the uh, 1980s game show? No, Does anyone Max. remember that? I don't actually, know. With um, Annabelle Croft. Now,
3: I think what we're learning here is Matt spent a lot of his childhood indoors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Sorry, was did frolicking. you two not? <laughs> well, no, I was frolicking in bu- um, fields of buttercups and things. <laughs> I frolicked until my <laughs> early teens. <laughs> things you didn't know. Um, inside number. I think nine. that's the things I didn't want to know. <laughs> 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 inside number nine. Stop. Steve Pemberton has got his own ad- adaptation as well. He's going to
4: adapt. Sorry, can adapt- I go back t- to the Interceptor?
3: Yeah, go back to the Interceptor. Can I go back? The uh, Gary? Sorry,
4: yeah. uh, just just the fact that they're talking about it being a top secret, state of the art law enforcement team by I'm, any means. Uh, un- hunted. Hun- well, that's my worry. Is isn't this going slightly I mean is this just not trying to recreate spooks again which is what well, they tried to do means, with hundreds.
3: by any means had a very similar premise as well and that, that yeah.
4: failed to deliver I'm just a little that. bit worried I mean great that you've got a Trevor Eve in there um, the writer I believe has done other things that are so I'm... <laughs>
3: you are so all over this news Gary the writer's so, done other Tony things Tony Saints.
4: Yeah.
3: yes he did Didn't he write the same? He did, yeah. Uh, yeah. As I was saying before I was rudely yet attractively interrupted by Gary, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Thank> Steve Pemberton <laughs> <is gonna laughs> has a new adaptation under his belt. He's going to adapt uh, a series, Map and Lucia. It's a six-part... No, it's not. Shut up. It's a five-part series uh, set in the small town of Tilling, sort of a comedy drama, and in news that everyone with a television could see coming a mile off Two big recommissions, BBC One's medical slash aren't the women stupid uh, award, call the midwife, that's moving into <laughs> the Aren't the women stupid? Why are they I stupid? hate all the women in that. Why? Get a bloody car. Get a car! <laughs> <laughs> it's 1930s! They're Get available. that car! No, it's, no, it's, it's 1960. It's 1960. Get a blowing car. No, it's 19- and, uh, 1950s. Yeah, in the news that the, the only new Okay. Yeah, the new bi- the new series will be in the 60s, though. Uh, that is uh, Call the midwives and Death in Paradise, which is doing just doing massive numbers on a Tuesday night at 9. That's coming back hmm. for a fourth go with Chris, Chris Marshall. Cle-
4: clearly the change of actor hasn't affected that show whatsoever. No. In fact, it's, it's probably made no. it slightly more popular. It probably
3: shows we could get rid of any one of the podcast members and the podcast would continue on.
4: Yeah, we've had a vote about that. It's you. Yeah, it is you. Luke, I'm it's afraid. This is well, your last week.
3: Intru- well, I think I've been funny so far. That's uh mm-hmm. That's yeah, debatable.
4: <laughs> liar. Uh Over two years news. I'll give you five minutes of being funny.
3: And the good news well no no, I should say this. And the big news of the week, again it was sort of rumoured it wasn't out of nowhere, but Love Film or as they know now Amazon Prime oh, uh yeah. are to are to, um give Ripper Street, the formerly axed BBC One drama series, a third go after... F- this f- is very wa- interesting. Now, this annoys me. This anno- I'll really? tell you why it annoys me. It doesn't annoy me because I don't like Ripper Street. It doesn't annoy me because I don't appreciate what Amazon Prime are doing it. The one reason it annoys me is because this got axed pu- for two reasons that I know of. One, it was very expensive to make. And mm-hmm. two... Uh, Two, it suffered poor ratings, right? So not a lot of people were watching. The BBC axed it, and all of a sudden, loads of people start moaning, complaining, whinging. Why weren't you all there watching it? And are you all going to now buy an Amazon Prime subscription to watch the new series? Answer, possibly. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well, if I could just say that I think I think the very interesting thing about this is it's very similar to what Netflix did when it started in this country of buying up a series which comes ready made with an audience. Mm. They did that with Arrested Development, they did and that failed. with um yeah, with Breaking Bad as well. They knew there was an audience in the, the UK killing. that was very unhappy. Yeah, they did it with The Killing when they when they took that off of American television and and they've obviously as we talked about re-brought, re-brought, re-brought House of Cards, re- recently so this we is the first that. series that amazon prime have actually gone ahead and commissioned well, they have done some pilots of which hmm. i'll talk about one that i watch later but this oh, is the no. first series that they've brought and, and, and done this is them trying to really stamp, stamp something on a market
2: i mean i had a love film account now it's gone over to amazon prime it's i it's very confusing to use they have changed a lot of the things just generally yeah. um i my point and we talked about this a lot last week is they haven't announced it yet, but do you think they'll be putting it all on at once, or do you think they'll be doing it in weekly installments?
3: Well, I, they I don't seem it, to I, know that themselves.
4: No, I don't well, know. But what, what would you think? Are you talking about what do I think if I was running as Amazon Prime, or what do I think they will do? Just gem... Just hang, gem on, on, hang on,
3: hang on, do. hang on, hang on. I was under the impression Gary ran Amazon Prime. Yeah, do you not, not this Is this, is that, this a catfish keep, moment?
4: We keep it on <laughs> the moment. Uh, okay. um, Is that why you're called Gary the I, Prime? Indeed. I kind target. of think that they will release them one at a time. Okay. Because uh, they'll want to distinguish themselves from Netflix.
2: And also, do you think that um, this might um, encourage other BBC series or other seri- British series, sorry I should say, that have been cancelled? Maybe they've got another... At, you know another out now if Amazon Prime yeah, I, have I, sort of I, opened the door on this. I, I, was I thinking, think
4: if it's a show that's got mm, a lot of viewers it will. I don't, think, I was, I don't you know I don't see things like I was, was thinking, thinking about
2: um the wire <laughs> not the wire sorry the hour no. um no. That, the problem is... I remember when when that left and there was a lot of people you know complaining oh can we not have another one lardy dar you is, know in, Who in said lardy dar in the it same so way a sort, in the same way a sort of you know ripper street got a lot of I mean, I remember Radio Times. It won best drama in their end of year poll That's last ridiculous. year. Is that right? That is, yeah, rid- yeah but yeah. it's
3: absolutely ridiculous, and it just shows that people like to whinge. Gary, you make an interesting point that I am just going to now obliterate, if I may. If a show's go got a lot of viewers on the te- on the TV, it doesn't need to be revived because the 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 network will no, stick it. No, 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 no. I'm not
4: saying I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying that from their point of view. What I'm saying is, Amazon are trying to say here's a show with a lot of people. They went on the internet and complained about how the show had been cancelled therefore they must be fairly internet savvy let's bring them to our platform Mm. I agree with you I don't think the show was, was unfairly shelved by the bbc it had two series it hadn't really got that much markably better either in ratings or actual i mean drama.
2: you were a fan weren't you of the three of us i think you're the only person who. i was, was a fan the
3: but i wasn't heartbroken when it was no, asked no. and one thing i want to want to speak let me just tell you what i do know about this um this rising from the dead sort of thing mm, um yeah. They don't know at this point, as we say, about whether they're going to do it in weekly instalments or in one go. They are moving um, filming locations from Dublin, which is where I went last summer uh, to see it being filmed, to, to somewhere in London. So that cuts down yeah. the price mm-hmm. straight away. Um, they also are going to make eight, and rumours are that BBC One are going to show it now. Yeah. I think the most interesting part I of the story, that. the most interesting part of the story, isn't. That perhaps that, that love that Amazon Prime have it. The interesting part is that Amazon uh, is that BBC One are going to show it. If you're yeah. BBC One though and you've gone out publicly and asked to show that because it's got few, n- poor ratings, are you then going to put it on at 9 o'clock? I don't think so. I think it'll be on 10.35 mm. after on BBC the news. 3 or
4: something.
3: Well BBC One is the name at the moment mm. but...
4: Yeah it'll be in the 10.35. It, it's like, it's yeah. Here's, here's what I think, and, I, and I, I here's why I don't think a program like The Hour will get caught up. One is because most of the stars of The Hour have actually now gone on and done other things. Ben wishel has been, it, it mentioned, you know, been working a lot of films. Uh, so has Roman, whatever her name is, Romany. Rom- Rom- uh, Ro- right, Ron at Roman Ron at Ron Atkinson. Roman Atkinson. Uh, the guy from The Wire, uh... Dominic, no West. Dominic West Oh yeah. God. it's
3: like every podcast is like a game and gives a clue isn't it, it And
4: there's Peter really. couple Thank
3: syllables. you Gary thank two you syllables.
4: Gary They're all they're all gone on to do other things whereas the cards... I was just using it as Ripper an example Street. really Yes No no but I think I think I think there are different is to me, the sort of show that the BBC should be looking for Amazon Prime, something like The Fades. The Fades, where, that,
2: that was another one I was thinking of.
4: Yeah, about. one series, cruelly cut, and then it won a BAFTA or something, didn't it, or a television award? It won a BAFTA. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that, A, we think the BBC should have been smarter about, and B, it'd be perfect for someone like Amazon Prime to pick mm. up. And it's uh, got a it have been around.
2: Mark because it at a younger yeah. audience. Well, oh. so, uh, who, as you say, the sort of target market for an Amazon Prime, perhaps, yeah. rather how than anno- the how audience of the you- hour, which would probably be a bit older.
3: How annoyed would you be, though? I mean, you, if you're BBC One and you've gone out publicly and axed this show... You know, it's a bit of They've got to have some backbone as a broadcaster. They've got to say, think, "Well, we've got they're rid they're of it." If
2: back, what, what have they lost? They've lost. Have the they got of a stake? It. Have they got a stake in it though? Still, I'm guessing they probably own the rights. As right far, as,
3: far, very far very well. as I know, it is still being made by. As far as I know, it's still be, be being made by Tiger Aspect, the production company. It's still in a co-production with BBC America that it was when it began a couple of years ago. And uh, it's all the same, apart from it will be shown on Amazon Prime.
4: I think Um, we've got to get used to the idea that both Netflix and Amazon Prime now are going to be players in television commissioning. They're not there yet. They're not up with the BBCs, the ITVs, the Skies even. But they are going to be up there at one point. It's it's beginning to start to make moves. (laughs) uh,
2: Yeah, as I said before, I mean, it is now... This has sort of started a precedent that it might be another out four programmes... ...you know, like we've said, that have got a following... Mm. ...but, you know, commissioning editors go... ...you know, this audience isn't strong enough... ...but there is now that um
3: I that met Rupert wrong... Penry-Jones recently uh, to chat about Silk... ...and he was very disheartened and very upset that Whitechapel... ...had been given mm-hmm. the push... ...before they got a chance to actually explain, in his words... What the ruddy hell was going on in the last series? Um, so, I think he would be someone.
4: How many have? Four. 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 That's kind of enough. If you can't have told your well, story no, no. in four series.
3: No, oh Gary. I
4: don't know. I don't know. It... I just think <sighs> again. Someone that, that
3: is. Do... From I
0: feel like rating. doing a SmackDown. De- yeah, but again, it, as as uh, Rupert I... Discover a healthier, happier you with the January 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at veganuary.com. Vote for veggies.
1: Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savour our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West. Close to perfect. Far from normal.
3: Quite rightly put it, that was on in the summer... (laughs) It was on at the end of the school holidays when it was still. You need atmosphere for a show like Whitechapel for it still to be light at half nine. It just. It was on but, midweek. Yeah. Wednesday night is a dead slot for ITV. Well, and I, I,
4: uh, I mean, we did say that Luther suffered a little bit from being on. Oh, hugely. The Not. But because of the you know, but the, well, you know, the, the atmosphere of Luther was definitely more conducive to it. Whereas um, some of the other shows that were on early last year, what was the, the one with the guy out of Shameless that we liked? Oh you're good at this game. Okay, what no, remains? Yeah. yeah, that was on more at a scarier time. You know, when <laughs> dark when it was well, no, dark. Wasn't it, they <laughs> on, a the... Scarier time. Wasn't
2: What were Remains and White Chapel on around the same time, I thought.
3: Mm. Okay, well you're an idiot, not. Matt. Sorry? You're an idiot. Um, okay, so... Check, double
4: that, check, Luke, I'm sure. Right.
3: <laughs> I know uh, you're an idiot. I don't need to double check that. No, okay, I don't need so to
4: double that, check. You are, you are an idiot, Matt. Yeah. That, is
3: the, <laughs> uh, you. that is the news section of the show. We would love your input as well as to whether, you, A, uh, the Ripper Street recommission via Amazon Prime has made you think, I'm going to have to sign up for this now. Whether you think it's a good move for television or whether you think it is slowly going to rot television away. I mean people said iPods were the end of the CD, and they kind of are and kind of aren't so.
4: well then again so. dVds were supposed to be, were the end of the video, so the vHS so mm, yeah. what what's interesting is that Amazon prime launched this week uh, has been mm. quite successful their 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 subscribers did go up initially because they mm. they announced that the prime price was 49 pounds and was going up to something like 79 um That's a by, of by money. the end of the week well cuz 49 pounds had been for the previous Amazon prime which was more about getting next day delivery you didn't get the online stuff so it, this is a combination of both love film uh, and the i the think previous pain, prime. I,
2: I've, i'm one of the people who's come over from love film and i don't I, yeah. as i said before i don't like the setup of it as much as the love
4: film one. But I mean, I mean, if you're paying a tele
3: license on top as well, that's a lot of money um, for content. I think personally. But but there me. is
4: a point that says that one day, are you going to pay both? Uh, are the BBC going to have a television license just for the online community? I mean, I pay about I fifteen quid a month for mine. So yeah, well, for your tele license, no, the, the other, other, the other, the other thing. The other thing that's different from Amazon Prime to Netflix, Netflix is a monthly subscription. Amazon Prime is a year-long commitment. So okay. although it's a little bit cheaper per month... It actually Unless, cannot... like me, you pay it mo- per month, like I just said. Well, yeah, what but we've that's lo- the thing. You won't be able to do that for too much longer.
3: In a change to our what we normally say on the podcast, we'd normally encourage you to to start talking to talking about this to us on Twitter. But I think this is a... Facebook conversation, and while you're there, give us a like as well. Hmm. Uh, We're so get to in touch with us. Eighty-one give likes. Us, give us a like on Facebook, and uh, give us your views on mm-hmm. what you think about *Ripper Fit coming back. The Facebook is www.facebook.com, and then you hit that forward slashy button, and you type the custard TV, and you're on there. Depending on Let's how fast now. your internet connection is. Oh, okay, no. uh, reviews. Uh, what we are still watching. And stuff coming up that we think is noteworthy. Um, Gary has just finished Line of Duty Episode 3. So, what did you reckon?
4: I didn't think this was quite <laughs> as... <laughs> is as Gary as there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm, here. I'm just uh, uh, ruminating a moment. I didn't oh think God. this was a stronger episode as, as Episode 1 and 2. I do think yeah. that uh, there were some very good moments in this episode. I particularly loved the... Um, uh, computer says no, uh, prison guards, by stating yes or no only, please answer the following question, that was wonderfully... They really were a little more menacing than that, they didn't sound well, like Well, they came that. on to yeah, I know. yeah, I know, but it was... <laughs> and by
3: know, the, the know, way, I mean, Gary, was... did you just say you were marinating?
4: <laughs> I said I was ruminating. Oh, please. If you're in your own juices, I'm out, is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you, dragons. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> that was a weird dragon. Uh, uh, I, think, I think what I liked particularly about this episode was how Vicky McClure's character came, about, came out along again. I also second, like how you second say second Vicky episode McClure. The fact that you remembered the name, yeah. The second episode really showed her coming out of her shell. This third episode showed that huge swing of emotion with her. Mm-hmm. She was berating uh, Lindsay Denton in the prison. And then came out and was this kind of very much kind of like I'm going to have to really consider my career when she was in the pub on her own, you know, on her own. She really looked destitute, and that's great acting, great great acting, I think. Yeah, the scenes uh, between. I wasn't the, I wasn't that with some of the stuff. Uh,
2: were, yes, were brilliant, and I, I think the stuff in prison as well was really well, even though it was a little bit cliched. I think it was really well handled and it wasn't overplayed. I think where it sort of dragged down was in the. You know, the The police procedural stuff, I mean, we love Craig Parkinson, but you know his return yeah. um obviously it's bringing it back a bit to what happened in series one, and I've read I think it was in the radio Times that um there's a lot of references to series one in the in the next episode as well, so
4: yeah, we found out who the the person that they were hiding mm. uh, was and and we all kind of went, oh really, and then you look up and you realize that he was actually mentioned in series one Hmm. Uh, Who that was? not the, the guy I that like they were I w- protecting was mentioned in Series 1. What was his name? Uh, now, you're, well, you're asking the wrong person, really, aren't you? Matt. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. It was yeah. Wednesday. See,
3: my problem is I'm finding it a little bit... Not not conf- confusing to the wrong word, but I'm getting a bit lost with it on occasion. Mm. I can understand. I, I,
2: I think because at the beginning it was a simple, you know, is Lindsay Denton... Guilty or what? not guilty of this, and now okay. they've brought in a lot more elements, haven't they? Well, to, you've now uh, got the element of doubt. the fact
4: that you've got you've got the the police chief, haven't you, or the deputy mm. commissioner? You're now supposed to doubt whether how honest he is. You know, he's already lied about his situation with um, mm. with his wife and the speeding ticket. You're supposed to start doubting him, and the mood of I... doubt away from Lindsay Denton's character.
2: How good is Mark Bonner as well considering he wasn't the original choice for the role. I think he's absolutely great as the sort of, you know, yes. sly, sleazy yeah. commissioner. Te- it was meant to why... be Robert Lindsay in that role.
4: I know. That would have been
3: strange. Uh, I, t- I tell you why I'm confused and I hope it doesn't I hope you feel loving line of duty as we are on on Twitter or or wherever you I hope it doesn't make me sound too thick. Hopefully you've heard enough podcasts to know that is never yeah. the case. Um but I tell you why I'm confused. Last series was all about Lenny Lenny James, D.I. Gates and them, you know, seeing if he was laddering and seeing you know, if he was honest. I I've sorta of lost track now about what this one is about. I hope that doesn't make me sound too thick. Because everyone's a little no. bit obscure, and everyone's a little bit crooked, and I don't know what the actual well, it, what they're, what, they're I don't know what figure they're out trying out to, why,
2: th- why the ambush happened, that's what it is that's Who, what it's that about, the ambush that's the right, question,
3: right, so they're not trying to find out if, it, they're also trying to find out if Keely Halls is is,
2: hmm. what, what well, are they trying to find out the, she's one of the suspects <laughs> yeah, in, in what you know, she could have done it, it could have been done what, j-c-c-s. sorry
3: done
4: what
2: Tipped off the people, so they knew where they were going to get to, to do the ambush.
4: Which people? The people the pe- that actually came in and killed the two bikers mo- on the motorbike. the, the premise the of the hundred show hundred now is is who was re- responsible for them knowing that they were moving that who person? Who was the who inside, on the inside. Man, Yeah. Basically. And now, and now you have Keely Hawes. But why? Reputation why do they care? Hold on, hold on. Keely Hawes' reputation has been ruined because she's already been shown to be a liar. Yeah. Because she lied what... about what, the, you know, what she did and where she was and who she told. And now you've got the deputy commissioner who's lied about his personal life. He seems to have a previous relationship with Lindsay Denton mm-hmm. that could well mean he was trying to frame her.
2: And he, well, and he was the person who called away the guy who was originally meant to be on duty. Yes. So she had to cover the shift.
3: But why do they care so much about who did? That's what I don't understand. Because a police, officers a police officers
4: died. Police officers died. There were, these two were two police all... officers
2: police officers who is there a police officer involved that's what he asked them to do in that scene the mark okay. bonner character said to adrian dunbar in the first episode i want you to find out if a police officer has been involved in this and that is what so, they're question.
3: doing question yeah. well, am i thick finish, then child. yes am i thick then no yes. what,
4: what it is that we are only three episodes into a six episode story you're not thick it will play oh, yeah. out
2: well he is thick, but not because of that. But I yeah, no the, 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 question, rather, rather put the that
4: on the internet. For...
2: At the end of the day, the question is was the police officer involved in, you know, setting up the ambush and later like, killing off the witness as well? And if so, who was it? That's the question. But I think what they're doing,
4: no. Luke, is they're distracting you from that main story mm. as much mm. as they can because they've got an extra episode and they want and they want to build a better story. I agree with you. Last year was more straightforward. Lenny James, corrupt or not. This year, yeah. they've got more layers involved. So I don't think you're thick. Okay. I think they're just... Jed Macusho is trying to distract you. I, I think it's here, just yeah. one of the... Whatever his name yeah.
3: is. But I think it's one of those things, like, if I... if I, I You know I'm loving it. We said how often I, how much I'm enjoying it. But it's one of those things that if I had to sit down and explain it to somebody, I would come a cropper, I think. I hey, think Luke. I just did a good yep. job. Proper? I didn't hear anything you said. <laughs> oh, but yeah. no. You don't hear anything uh,
2: but the sound of your own voice.
3: Hi, Luke. Um... <laughs> Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> that, it was oh, creepy. Oh, wasn't it? I feel like I need a shower or something. Oh. <laughs> Matt, talk to me about silk. Silk, which
2: returned for its third series, uh, legal drama written by Peter Moffat, starring uh, who does it star? Gary. Sorry. <laughs> careful now. Careful. <laughs> Sorry. I Careful now. Talking. Maxine Peake.
3: Thank uh, you, God. No, Peake. No. <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, Joel, oh,
2: <laughs> uh Maxine oh. Peake, Rupert Penry Jones and the brilliant Neil Stuckel star in this uh third series. It's uh the it really with um Rupert Penry Jones's Clive Reader now uh getting silk, he's now a QC as well. Uh we found that in the first episode, um the is it Alan Cowdery the, the who's sort of the head of the chamber yes. his, oh, yeah, yeah. his yeah. son yeah. was arrested for um, allegedly killing a police officer where
4: have I seen his son
2: a mother's uh, son in,
4: in,
3: oddly Thank in you. What Remains in What Remains as well yeah, yes, he was remains
2: and a mother's well son done. yep yeah. you're right yes Good we watch TV we, we watch um, telly Gary and also yeah. in this one there's <laughs> a new a character played trick. by uh, Miranda Raison whose name escapes me the character's name um, uh, her name's
3: was, Harriet sort
2: of, Harriet who was brought in to sort of tidy up the office and, and sort of right the wrongs done by uh, Neil Stukes-Billy in the last series after he took a massive bribe. I think this was, again, a great series. I think it's a, it was a great start. you think,
4: start. why has he still got a job then? Why wasn't he sacked? He was the of cancer pot? the reason that... Well, they don't know about the cancer, do they? Nobody knows no, about the does, cancer. does, not she? No, 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 no,
2: no. Okay. That's why she asked... How he was, and he said, "No, I'm fine." Or is everything okay. right And he said, "No, I'm fine." But no, I I, I think he still got the respect of a lot of people who work there. You imagine that they decided to keep him on because I, I mean, there was the whole thing, and I think it was clever that this first one was all about like a member of their family of, of the Chambers family. One of was
4: yes in that the dark, like
2: and and everyone was working to sort of. Um, get get him off sort of thing. And it was well done and I thought the sort of twist in the tail with him having like um you know mental health problems as well was well was well done. I think that was a nice twist. Um the,
4: the one thing that I thought was very interesting was the way in which in comparison to last series the roles were reversed a little bit. It was Rupert Penry Jones hmm. being yeah. the one that said come on mom! don't be so naive you've got to think of everything and she I... was a lot more emotional and, fo- and unfocused
2: her, well that was to do with her sort of prejudice towards the police wasn't it yeah. because of the opening appeal case, that the other she case bit, yeah. and I think the chemistry between them is, as well is I mean they've ramped that up this series haven't they I think this sort of romantic angle uh, in, in this series between uh, Martha and Clive
4: what happened to L- Luther's ex-gay Luther's... wife? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Luther's what?
3: wife, Luther's ex-girlfriend.
4: Yeah. What happened to? I she wasn't she's in back. it
3: last year, was she?
4: Yeah, she was his. His love interest. Oh, of course she was. Of course she was. She was setting yeah. up to become. Him to be, She was trying to get him to be silk, wasn't
3: she? I tell you what's uh, good about this to me is that it proves that I don't remember series two overly well. Although we talked about it a lot at the time, there was no previously was there. There was no reminder no. of. Of what it was, but I did feel immediately like I was back in yeah. Silk World. As and soon she it, it.
4: started dancing, to I loved the it. No, <laughs> the- no,
3: even before that, I was, I was already in. I think it's just, I thought that was it, great. That, yeah. It has a wonderful atmosphere about it. That show, and I, I think it's because they're letting us in on a world that mm. we don't see that often on telly. Not- it's so. Precise. I, yeah, just I think he's have he's
2: Peter Moffat, who yeah, obviously... Oh, don't himself. say... I hate
3: Moffat. that. Don't say Moffat. Say Moffat, Moffat please. Thank was you.
2: a former um, barrister himself, so yeah, has an yeah. ear for the sort of dialogue that, uh that, yeah. you know, would be there. Go on, Gary, sorry.
4: I have a small gripe. Um, oh, no. No, it no
2: was
3: li- big li- last li- li- time li- I saw it.
2: Yeah, well, What's it's, it's
4: been wet. Um. <laughs> 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 it's struggling. <a> <laughs> the the supporting cast, the first year you had two very good young lawyers that were involved in the show. One I of didn't them like them. No, you didn't like them. Last year, obviously, we had uh, the guy that's playing Endeavour, uh, Phil Devon Davis, and Phil and Davis and Sean Evans, Sean yeah, Evans, yeah, both, yeah, both Davis, in the show. Evan. This year, obviously, I think you're supposed to believe that this Harriet is going to come into it. Francis Barb still, is still there as well. Well, Francis Barber's is still there, but and again, she played a good bit part in this one. Yeah. I'm a bit disappointed that we haven't seen much more of the three young gar- the three young characters in the office. I mm. want uh, to see you, something with you will. Involved in you will. And they and are bringing
2: in what... a new character aren't they next week as well they're bringing you will. in a new one. I didn't know that so that's good.
3: Yeah. There's an introduction of a new character. Uh, the theme of this series is is the is the chambers deciding whether they want to be uh, defense or um, the other one, Why prosecution. Can't I? Prosecution, prosecution. Thank you. Sorry, and uh, also they are bringing back Phil Davis as well. Oh, um, I thought so,
2: he was, he stole the show for me in the last. Oh,
3: he's coming back. Know. I promise. Huh. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, we did question at the time about Monday night, and it did suffer slightly uh, mm. up against uh, the, the old DCI the Banks.
4: Well, just uh, DCI Banks was the second of a two-parter, which had already, mm. you know. So I think there was a returning audience who then would have gone, okay still can be watched on the iPlayer or are recorded, mm.
3: so... Yeah, so... And I've, Plus, said this, I mean, I've said this, this to other people. Two
4: other good shows that we like, Moonboy and, um... Uh, the little,
3: uh, so good, you can't remember uh, what So good,
4: uh, the Mad Fat Diary thing. That's
3: on yes. a 10, but anyway. Yeah, yeah but it's still. Um, and also, um, I think, it, this series, it, we're one episode in, and it already feels like, I don't know, this could be the last one. I'm sort of...
1: Here in Key West, we were out...
0: Preparing
3: myself for this. No, to I, think, the last I think series you
0: could yourself. put it to right. go on to yeah,
2: Amazon yeah, I mean. Prime.
3: No, I hope not. But also <laughs> River Penry Jones. If it did come back, he doesn't stick with it. Maxine Peake is becoming a big name. Well, mm. not she always has been a big name. I mean, I so don't whether think they'd be able to get them all back, I don't know. If
2: Penry Jones left, it would suffer. I, I. Uh, I think Maxine Peake and Neil Stook as the star. Maxine Peake left because she is. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm not sure about Rupert,
4: if either Rupert or Neil. I think they could Rupert. replace Rupert Penry-Jones. Yeah. I, I I don't know about R- Neil Stook.
3: Let's talk just briefly. Interesting. A lot of a lot of criticism that gets levelled at Silk, and I think we in the TV reviewing community are one of the few people that like it. Uh, but a lot of oh, criticism sure. that get yeah, because a lot of criticism that gets thrown at it is that um, Maxine Pig's car- uh, character. Uh, no, Martha Costello that. very clear is very that character <laughs> yeah Carlo, that's how I changed it Mercury's <laughs> <laughs> character Martha Costello is a little bit too you know goody two shoes and hmm. uh, too for the for the common man do you ever find that grating I don't do you I ever mean, find so it she irritating wasn't, as
2: Gary alluded to earlier she wasn't in this episode she sort of um ha- had her prejudices you know, her bias, I think, then, uh, uh Towards the police, sort of clouded her judgment in questioning. Yeah. You know, the person she was defending in a way. She thought she knew what had happened. Without I wonder, sort of.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, wonder but yeah, no,
2: I know people... what you mean, she's still against
4: I, the police. I, I find her a very honest and believable mm. character, so, to be honest, also, because yeah. I, I think there are people out there like that. I mean, she's, she's not always right, she no. thinks she's always right, but at least she admits when she's wrong. I,
2: I think these characters are some of the most interesting on TV, because no, none mm. of them, I don't think, and I would disagree with those other critics who said that, that they all seem like real people, because none of them are... Yeah. Completely all goody-goody. I know what you mean about sort of Maxine Peake's yeah. idealistic, maybe uh, Martha, because she comes from a different world. I think that's it as well because they have like the, yeah. the class warfare, which was a big thing in the first series, wasn't it? About how um, you know she's a northerner and,
4: and well, like, the whole I, mean, thing, I feel Rupert her Pen- pain, obviously. Rupert um, yeah, oh, uh, Penry-Jones yeah. represents and the old boys Southern. club, doesn't he? Rupert Penry-Jones mm-hmm. represents the Oxford, Cambridge-educated. Is is in the chambers because he's you know, good looking and and, and, and comes from I don't good stock. not good looking. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but I think that, that, that he is the dashing kind hmm. of lawyer that you would want defending you. You know, the smooth talking one. Whereas if you were in deep trouble, you'd want Maxine Peake. Okay. Which is why he, this, were,
2: which is why Caldery selected her of the three. Shot oh, at yeah. the beginning where he says, "Who do you want, sir?" Yeah. I also talking.
3: wonder whether there was a rise in people making tea during episode one after the continual mention of kettling. I was particularly thirsty throughout. <laughs> and, then
4: it, and then it stopped after they watched Line of Duty on <laughs> that, that, That's uh, the problem, that's the problem. Kettling is such a phrase of about three years ago. Uh,
3: um, OK, so that's it. We still love it. We will always love it, I think. Uh, what we are watching, or what we are still watching, plus stuff coming up, but not before uh, Matt has talked to us about Bluestone 4-2, which returned recently for Series 2.
2: I mean, this is a a show both me and Luke said it sort of crept up on us, didn't it? I think we both watched the repeats. I I mean, I watched, as I do, as you know, I watched the first one of Series 1 when it first started. (laughs) You haven't
3: said that for a while, actually, to give me your due.
2: They were um, repeating it, I think, after the Graham Norton show on Friday nights, and it's just sort of something that, caught my attention and i kept watching it and i i uh, watched the christmas special which was very good basically if you've not seen it before and i know we mentioned it last week it's set in a um, bomb disposal unit in afghanistan the whole thing takes place in like their camp or when they're out sort of trying to defuse bombs i mean the the major change they've made which started in the christmas special was that they've got a new number two which is um matthew lewis from uh, harry potter and the syndicate who's come in as this sort of Northern upstart who is, as we said, bit uh, almost wait,
3: every podcast it, has got back
2: them. To, to link it back to Silk. He's sort of the one who thinks the commanding officer played by I think it's Oliver Chris who was Oliver in that breathless, yeah, yeah. And he, he obviously there's the sort of class clash between the two of them because he's obviously like uh, boarding school educated and got everything handed to him, whereas his junior is work. Uh,
4: ask a question. Yes. Is is yes. Harry Potter and the Syndicate one of the books I haven't read? Yes, it uh, is. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. it's one sorry. when he gets much older and he joins a bingo club.
4: Ah, uh, right.
2: <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, this is a it's a, a fun comedy. It's it's very much aimed at the BBC Three audience, but there are some bits which are reminiscent of stuff like it ain't hot, Hoff mum. I didn't I say was, that right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the
3: real <remote laughs> story. Is that the David Hasselhoff one?
4: Yeah. I, that, that, oh, now that's something Amazon Prime
3: should do <laughs> It ain't enough <laughs> mum
4: um,
2: uh, Tony Gardner is very good in this as well The ubiquitous Tony Gardner is the, I, have yeah. to, I have
3: to say I was yeah. really looking forward to this But I found this first one quite puerile and a bit childish no, I a can bit.
2: understand what you mean The stuff with the racing their crabs Yes
3: that was all a little bit uh, Not really
2: I like the stuff about the guns and the. Do you know what I mean? Oh the yeah Yeah thing. I like
3: I like I mean, that, and, and, and I also like the fact.
2: Sorry, and the stuff I Also like the fact Gardner. this is a bomb
3: disposal comedy as well. Who ever thought we'd see one of those? So that that, but I yeah. just I just found bits of it quite childish. I Understand
2: what you mean. The stuff with the Scottish. Uh, yeah. Characters can be a bit puerile, but I think that is mm. playing to the BBC Three audience. I loved all the stuff with the art of war as well. I thought that was well done. The stuff with um, Tony Gardner and the um, mm. the the girl. And the guy, oh, what's his name now? Who was in The Escape Artist with Tony gardner
3: uh, Yeah, Gary, you take over. You know names better than Matt does. Um, so, yeah, White. That's him. that's him. I was he was, just a, to say that. he was great in a series that was cruelly axed on BBC Two a few years ago called Whites, which should oh, have come back. of course he was, yeah. With, should um, have come back in a new and series. Maybe, and never...
2: maybe, come on then, Amazon Prime.
3: <laughs> yeah, so he had great scenes with Darren Boyd. Uh, where they would lock him in the freezer and, and it was just... I but yeah, that I, bits of, bits of Bluestone 4-2 I found amusing. I didn't laugh out loud at any point but again, it's the first episode of a new series and I need to sort of get my head around it. Bits of it I thought were too childish for me. I'm more of a silk viewer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we a the BBC Three viewer, but yeah, it's got its it's got its plus points. I'm very conscious of uh, the fact that Gary hasn't spoken for a while, and while that must be enjoyable for some, it's not for him. So we'll talk about Jonathan Creek uh, after Gary uh, talks about the after.
4: Right. Well, I, there are a number of uh, Amazon Prime previews that have been up. We're pilots. We talked about a couple of weeks ago about uh, one called Bosch, which I watched, which is based on a series of books after is a creation of uh x-files creator and director chris carter um and it's a very strange show it's very much like a combination between a few shows that i've seen one called well one you're very well aware of called lost uh and one that you might not be aware of uh that i've, I've forgotten the name of oh come <laughs> on gary where's <laughs> the brain today <laughs> I love love um,
3: that it's so obscure, you're not even aware of it.
4: Oh, I've forgotten the name of it, and I should have written it down. Basically, the premise of the show is that uh, a French actress goes for an audition in L.A. As she's going back to her hotel, she gets into the lift with a policeman, a clown, an old woman, and an Irish guy.
3: Oh, it's so relatable already.
4: It's not the beginning of a joke. But basically what happens is, the lift goes black, And they descend into the basement. Now, at that point, the show just completely goes into chaos. They can't get out of the basement. The power is gone. Uh, They're then confronted by a convicted criminal who that day has managed to escape from jail. And, And at that point, I'm explaining it. And I'm not explaining it in a way in which perhaps it makes it intriguing. But basically, when they then eventually get out into the real world of L.A., it's chaos. It's lawlessness on the street. They think they've lost time. Because the woman says we've been dealing with this since yesterday, but yet only minutes have passed. it's a total supernatural thriller. It ends at the end of the first episode, finding out that the seven of them all share the same date of all share the same date of birth, uh, day of birth, March the seventh, and in the, jun- in, the, in the gardens behind one of their houses, they encounter a spider-like man.:
3: I say, you what, you had me at Clown.
4: Yeah. I mean, spider-like man. <laughs> That's about the best I can describe. Is it, isn't it's that
3: spider-man?
4: <laughs>
3: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say. A bat-like <laughs> man.
4: What, basically, I can't really describe this show. I have to say, go and watch it. If you're a fan of anything like the, that Chris Carter's done, The X-Files, Millennium, Thing like that. Go and watch it. It's got his hamper. I hamper have to it. say,
3: you it was very fascinating until the spider-like man, because I just think yeah. oh, <coughs> America it's, always just weird things. just the weird weirdest things.
4: thing you've ever seen in your life. Uh, but it was intriguing enough to make you want to watch it. Uh, and okay. and it, out of the pri- out of the Amazon Prime pilots, this is the one with the most ratings. And it Do is we know what happens now? Ratings, apparently that he's going to make it uh, turned into a series. You know, So that, that is
3: sort of standalone, and then they gauge... Based yeah. upon how many people have viewed, it. so basically, it's their their ratings are just how many people have viewed it, aren't yes, they? Really? Yeah,
4: So they they kind of come and say, you know, yes, I liked this, and I'd like to see more of it. They'll take that view and then and turn the most popular into a series.
3: And just remind me, it's a clown.
4: Yeah. That so in in the lift there was a policewoman, a French actress, a clown, an old rich woman, and a, an Irish. That was like woman. psycho. And in a the basement, they I them. am I so I'm in. in it.
3: <laughs> I am so funny,
4: in. What's funny is when they get to they they leave LA and go to this old woman's house. When they get there, she thinks that she's being attacked by someone, but it's not. It's the bloke with the clown without the makeup on.
3: Oh my God, I'm in. I'm gonna leave now and yeah, catch up on clowns.
4: I, I, um, I think I've described that about as, bad, as badly as I can. So
3: I tell you what, you should write movie posters.
4: I should. This one's now, got a spider like. Can you imagine? He was in that thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> that, that guy from that thing. And that, guy that guy out of the He's <laughs> in this and he's
2: good. In <laughs> Spider-Man Heroic Four, like, uh, woman.
3: There's, there's a spider-like man in it. <laughs> a spider-like man. The woman. Okay, died. Gary, how far did you get on your homework of Jonathan Creek viewing?
4: Oh, Fifteen minutes. It was painful.
3: Right, Matt, how far did you get? All the way. What, what, what was? <laughs> I don't know. Never do that again.
4: Uh, uh, edit. Edit point.
3: <laughs> uh,
4: Gary, why point. was it? I need another what, shower.
3: Gary, why was it painful for you?
4: I've never seen Jonathan Creek, uh, before. <laughs> yeah.
3: And... You still haven't. You... <laughs> You still no, haven't I carry don't on. Do you
4: think that was a good, good uh, no. way in? Really? Was no, it? no, Wasn't it's it? a terrible I way. I understand this episode was not one of the ones that I would have started with. I no. found a few of the characters annoying, and I didn't understand what Jonathan Creek was supposed to be doing. I fully admit that I was only given fifteen minutes. But you weren't given fifteen
3: minutes; one, you recorded the whole thing.
4: No, I only watched my no. on plan. Um, okay. Number one, the very annoying thing was the woman who um, with the, the, the oh my god, it's daughter. starting already. Raquel uh, yes. Cassidy. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. a
2: horrible piece
4: of work she was. I, I didn't think mm. you were
2: meant to like her though. I quite no, liked was. Raquel Cassidy's performance. Yeah. But I think I it, was so
4: much, it was so you bad. I didn't like it. it. I just kept running the whole guy and going, that is Faye out steps, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I even had to go and look it up to make sure, but it was Faye out of steps. Who was? Who was? The actress in the. No, it in wasn't. The, it was the, Ali Bastian out of Hollyoaks. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. So um, you looked it up and still One got of it your wrong. your
2: calendars, Gary. Look it up.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I know who she is. Oh, I just got it wrong. Just Can I say. The May, yeah.
3: I've been I fan. I've been a fan of Jonathan Creek and the Stevens, locked it's
4: room. It's Jeremy Stevens next, yeah? I've been a fan Jeremy of Steven. Jonathan. Who that? Jeremy Stevens? Oh, no, that's what he would have been called had he married <laughs> <Rachel Stevens. laughs> Jeremy Edwards. That's the bloke, right, yeah. <laughs> had he married Rachel Stevens and taken her name, he would have been Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> Oh
3: my god, we're all happened. gonna we're all gonna die. <laughs> right, um But well, that's quite just, the <laughs> time. Right, Gary, you have a lie down for a minute while Matt um, and I, I discuss the oh. um I've been a fan of Jonathan Creek since the start, since 1997, the very first one. The key to any brilliant episode is the Locked Room mystery, how did that happen, that's impossible, Jonathan comes in and solves it. And the problem with this one, if you were a new viewer, you were robbed of that from the very start, because for some reason, David Renwick took the unusual step of showing you who murderer was mm. and how they were killed, yeah, and there was there was no like twists. Bit. What what possible reason did he have for doing that? I couldn't work it out at all. Um I don't that's know what. The... For me, I have to say. Yeah, well, the jo- Jonathan Quick is all about that brilliant mm. moment, like they do on Death in Paradise now, where he gathers everyone together, and he says, "This is how it happened," and it blows your mind, mm-hmm. and you come away thinking that's very clever. Mm. This time... Well, I, sorry, gone. This time that didn't happen, and it just felt... I felt like like I did in that second episode of Sherlock, where it was just like, any minute now, something's going to happen that's going to change things, and it didn't. Nothing did. No.
2: Um, and I think that's why they put in all um, the extra bits with, you know, the thing about the letters under the floorboards... Yeah, they Sarah Alexander's mum, and the stuff with... Paula Wilcox and the ashes, and the that, stuff... With that the annoyed moves. me. Yeah, and then the, the moving of the desk as well. That annoyed me as well. Yeah, didn't underst- I, mean, I didn't understand like that. He, it felt like he had to put in all these extra bits because the main mystery, which was the Ali thing, was uh, already spoilt within the first 20 minutes. And I mean, a but lot of it reason. to me as well seemed like he was trying to... It was too... Much in the comedic, in the sort of spoofing direction. I mean, you obviously have yeah, the yeah. Sherlock-esque character. um uh, l- 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 uh, Yeah, the the, Sherlock- what's his name? Ridley, 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 Ridley. Actually, Ridley. Uh, yeah, um, and as well all the sort of uh, I suppose it's like an Andrew Webber pastiche, the musical that they were putting on. I mean, they did have that one funny scene where she threw up in the uh, in the Yes, tuba. in the tuber. I, I, I quite like that, and I quite like the thing with the mobile phone at the beginning. But and I did like the line,
3: "You'd expect to be bitten in the neck." Yeah, as well. I mean, I it.
2: it's occasionally the. I mean, as you say, David Renwick's writing is is one of the best things about um, Jonathan Creek. But I think now it w- it is time to sort of retire the brand. I think they could well, have finished I, it up I, with the last um the last also, special that also, they did and
3: I, I don't want to step over all the points that i made in it in a piece I, a small piece i wrote for the website which you are uh, able to see now is that because also there's no Sheridan Smith and because Sarah Alexander didn't get involved as much. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my
2: little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: It's always... I think Jonathan Crinks works better when he's got someone to bounce off of. And he didn't have anyone to Uh, bounce off.
2: Yeah, I I completely agree. Um... I mean, Sarah Alexander, as well, I don't believe their relationship. I, no, I, not don't a, think not They haven't a tiny got bit. that much chemistry, and I think oh, with the rest of the, the women he's had in the series, whether it be Caroline Quentin or Julie Swahala or um, Sheridan, Sheridan Smith, they've all had that chemistry, and it's been a different chemistry each time, but it, mm. ha- they have had a, a certain chemistry, and I don't think for Sarah Alexander, who's the first one of these women that he's been properly romantically linked to, it, it there's, there's just nothing there between them and it's if her character doesn't even want him doing this crime solving in the first place she's I, always I complaining think... about him doing it isn't it so she's not a very good companion to be a crime solver
3: i i think as well um i was kind of happy it was back especially on friday night because mm. there's no competition but as soon as it was spoilt I hmm. I just don't know. And also it's clever what they've done moving it on. He doesn't wear his duffel coat, he doesn't live in the windmill, he doesn't yeah, have a anymore. But I think anymore. in a way but that's again, taken, that's uh, ruined it. It's ruined yeah. it as well. What
2: does he do now then? What is his job? Because before his he job... works
3: in advertising. Yeah. His job
2: before, wasn't it? Was um as uh, making magic tricks was that right when yeah, it started? Yeah, yeah, no,
3: yeah. He was in a, he used to work with a magician yeah. who's no longer in it yeah. either, and they would yeah. work out the tricks that the hmm. magician would do. But um, I just think it's moved
2: on so much now, and I think the character's changed almost too much. I mean, I didn't mind it as much in the last special, but I think that should have been it. I think it's like he's mm. married now; he's moved out of the windmill. Mm. We don't need another series of this. No, but have I you mean, seen
3: any of two episode I haven't, two? At no, all. not yet. Um, do you think you'll go back to it in case they've brought back the Jonathan Creek-esque mystery, or is that enough I will, you?
2: I'm going to try, I'm going to, um, persevere with this, partly because so I'm will I, so it, will I. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, Alan Davis, for all his sins, is still sort of committed to the character and still... He's very, he's quir-
3: brilliantly quirky in it, isn't mm. he? I still it like just, that.
2: just, I mean, I think it spent too much time on the sort of the Sherlock parody thing, I think Mm. that was a bit sort of self-indulgent and it almost reeked a bit of jealousy, if you ask me. It's sort of like, let's just, um,
3: yeah. Well, I think I I wrote this, but I think it was David Renwick saying to Stephen Moffat, Mm. not so subtly, we did this first. Yeah. Jonathan. Yeah,
2: I just, I think it, I think it was detrimental to the plot though. I think it, Mm. it, it didn't need it. If you took that away... I don't think it would have been, you know, any different if you think about it. What did what did that character add to the to the thing to the overall feel of the the episode?
3: I'll stick with it as well. Uh, so that brings us neatly on to what we're still watching, Gary. What are you still watching, and what are the names of those programs?
4: Well, i have now watching three programs with the word The in it, so I'll do them first. There's The Voice, which this week moved on from the blind auditions to the battle oh uh, Rounds.
3: Wasn't it two hours?
2: Ooh, oh, two God. hours, yeah. Luke, uh, I've I've... Been, I mean... Go on, Gary, I'll... Use well, it. no,
4: no, no, I, I, I actually ended up watching it in two parts. Mm. Because Why? It. I ended up watching I... it an hour live, and then I watched the rest I of it. You could be
3: hit by a bus tomorrow. Why did you watch it in I two parts? I think
2: they should have done it in two parts, like they have yeah. been in recent... I just think... And I mean, I enjoyed them, on the whole, but it's just... it's It's sitting through anything for, you know, yeah. two hours and a bit. Mm. Twelve mm. battles all in all. There were oh. some really talented acts, some not so much. I mean, still, it's, an, it's uh, you know, more entertaining. But, you know, there's only so many times you can watch the same thing over and over again. I know we always complain when the X Factor goes too long. Yeah. And that I mean, that's two hours or whatever with breaks, and this is just one constant stream. I,
4: I think I think I would say that they do need to think about the rap battle, the, the, the rap battles around, as I call it. They need to think about either having less contestants mm. or having next year go for three in a row, three in one. Perhaps battle. they should have because a real fight
3: got... beforehand, and the people yeah. that win that the get to take The winner takes sing. on
4: Alan Pardew in a headbate match. I, um, I think,
2: oh. um, what I think as well is that, I mean, they do this in the American one, obviously, but the American one mm. has the um, the benefit of being on, you know, several times a week because yeah. it's an American show and they air these big programs across the week rather than on a weekend like we do.
4: And um, maybe that's how they should do it. But I, I do think, and I think what it does is it totally kills the momentum. But obviously not the viewership because, once again, they beat out at Saturday mm, Night Takeaway in the it, viewers. It did
2: sink to a series low, but Anton Deck didn't bring in as many either did it no it was, like six, it was, it was it about it 6. was a, 6.95 to 6.14 or something like that um, it was a brilliant like
4: uh, 8.7 eight to 7.3 after consolidation or something uh, I read. it's a real
3: shame because and deck were, were brilliant on Saturday it's one of my favourite ones we'll come I've to seen, what you're haven't. watching
4: a, we'll come to what that at a moment uh, I'm still yeah. watching the taste the final is this week um, uh, how I met your mother that. the last series is to trucking on obviously line of duty dacy banks is on my list D. C. I. banks DCI Banks, yes. The things that, that I've added with Faro, <laughs> um, that that, uh, that I haven't mentioned before. Obviously, the excellent True Detective, uh, which is showing on Sky Atlantic on Saturday nights. I uh, absolutely adored that this morning when I watched it. Moonboy, second episode as good as the first episode. Oh, yeah. We all uh, enjoyed that, didn't we? I think. Yeah, I think the hilarious good. way in which uh, is it? I can't, what's that? Is it Femelda? What's the name of the Fanula? Femeld yeah, it's no. It's, is it Femelda? To... Femelda? It's Femelda, isn't it, or something?
3: No, it's not. For, it's like it's, it's like be that. For, for Delma. That's Fidelma. That's it. Fidelma. Fidelma.
4: Which name that one? The way in which she was proposed to was hilarious, um, and and the way in which Podrick is suddenly a ladies' man po- was great as well. Porrick. Porrick. Podrick. Close enough. You're thinking of Podrick. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and I watched the second episode. Oh. Smoke, and I can confirm that Jamie Bamber has lost a little bit of his East London, faux East London accent. I prefer this episode a bit more of Jodie Whittaker. Uh,
3: not to step all over Gary's toes, but I'm also watching Line of Duty uh, and Moonboy. They're both brilliant. And DCO Banks as well. Uh, but special mention this week, I have to go to the last leg again. Um, the Restaurant Man on BBC Two, which is fascinating. I just find it fascinating Inside Number 9 on BBC 2 as well which I didn't enjoy the most recent one as much as the previous two but still still that unique there's a a unique element to it Uh, My Mad Fat Diary as well which is incredible and um, something else Outnumbered which me and you are both watching I just I just watched yesterday the final episode of Outnumbered Mm. they're saying it's the last one ever and uh, I found I must be getting old I found it moving I don't, mm. There wasn't anything particularly moving the about it. The scene
2: between... Oh, we should, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll talk
3: about it Off-air. Next week. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> off-air. Matt seems to think we're on radio all of a sudden. But, yeah.
4: <laughs> um, well, last week, you threw to an advert break, so... Uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, uh, as well, I mean, we've mentioned most of these already. Inside number nine, which I think I enjoy more than Luke. Uh, outnumbered. How the could voice you language, say that, man? Duty Moonboy. My Mad Fat Diary, which I thought this week was just brilliant, you know, hilarious and incredibly heartbreaking at the end. And one that uh, neither of you to have mentioned yet is The Good Wife, the American show on, on Morphor, which I'm, I think the last episode was just absolutely brilliant, where um, Julianne Margulies' character was revealed to be leaving the firm and her boss just got really, really upset with her and it was just a brilliantly tense hour of drama.
3: I like Miriam Margulies when she's on Graham Norton. I don't like her so much in The Good Wife. Right, previews. I like
4: Johnny on ER.
3: Yeah. And Blackadder. Right, previews. Podrick. <laughs> yeah. Pre- previews, then. These are the shows we think are worthy of your time, and some that Gary's put on. Um, <laughs> I wonder, okay, is, uh, is, is Gary <laughs> the
2: first one, by any
3: chance? Maybe. Uh, Mary Berry <laughs> has her own show. Yes! What we need another TV show with about cooking and tings. Uh, BBC Two, that is tomorrow night, Monday the 3rd at 8.30.
4: Blooming love cake, (laughs) me. That's why I put it on there.
3: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) Would you like me okay. to tell you about King and Maxwell that starts on Go Alibi on,
4: on Wednesday? Yes. Short-lived American series that they've bought over. A reasonable rating on IMDb. It was made by the American company <laughs> TNT. don't <laughs> <laughs> um, bring IMDb what doing? up. Doing your research what are we doing? At least I'm not what using we... Wikipedia. What are we oh,
3: doing bringing yeah. IMDb up, for God's who, sake? Gary,
4: what's it about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about two former Secret Service agents who join up to be PIs. Uh, starring John Tenney and Rebecca Romain, who was previously known as Rebecca Romain Stamps. John Stamers. Terry! Yeah, John Terry. <laughs> uh, he's taken a bit of a career move. Uh, he plays a, He plays an alleged racist footballer. Uh, uh, unfortunately, this was cancelled after Series 1, And uh, but uh, this is the sort of thing that Alibi tend to buy. Where,
3: where did this come cheaply. from? It? What channel was it on in the States? TNT. Thank you, IMDB, for that information. Uh, Matt, do you know anything about thirty seven days?
2: Yeah, it's a uh, follow up to the Craig David hits.
4: Uh <laughs> a month a month on Big boring. took her for a drink on then went to the flower shop and on Thursday we had a day off. Uh, okay. Then of it thir- was thir- bank holiday thir- and we went yeah. to Then <laughs> z- I the for a week, so that was lost. Thirty seven
3: days is a war drama. Um because the BBC are doing a lot of coverage on World War One now. It's gonna be um shown so over the next history, three nights it? starting on Thursday the sixth at nine on BBC Two.
2: Church. And after that are Channel Four doing the top one hundred bits of World War One? Is that They probably
3: doing? are. The mo the most embarrassing bits of World War One is what they're doing. World <laughs> War that's One's really, most yeah. embarrassing moments.
4: You appear is to that? have had your leg blown off. Now that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Rather> <laughs> you weren't even on duty. Yes. I
4: yeah. uh, suggest re- other World War One shows that BBC One <laughs> could do. You can get hold yeah. of on Twitter, can't you?
0: At the. Some sex
4: and suspicious World War One survivors. The Great yeah. British Shootout <laughs> yeah, That's good. <laughs> well, okay, okay before be we get, there's got to be something about trench warfare. In
3: Let's dig ourselves out of the trenches. Next up Dame is Duty Universal. Okay, <laughs> what is rake when it's at home as well?
4: Oh, Rake is a remake, is an American remake of an Australian show that was very popular in Australia. Uh, it's well, about it an outspoken be. criminal defence lawyer um, played in America by Greg Kinnear, uh, who was famous for being a Oh, yeah, a I've seen the adverts uh, for this, thing. yeah. Yeah, um, again, not a particularly well-taken show. It's still showing in America, but the rumours are that it's not going to get a second series. Gary, kind of why have like you gone all raster, by the way? What do you mean? <laughs> you keep saying well, it, was, it, it was him and his... Taken Ting, it's got me off on a racket. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting ready for the oh end of the show with <laughs> Also, so also with, also, also,
3: at 9 on Thursday, Um, there's a programme on ITV, a documentary that documents, as documentaries often do. That's right. Uh, yeah. the, the, the moving of Coronation Street from their home oh, yeah. of 53 years in Granada to their new home in oh, Trafford. A yeah. Moving story. Yes, it it won't be, it's just about them moving. Yeah. Uh, and the return of one of my favourites, 9 o'clock season return of Gogglebox on Channel 4. Uh, this is the first time, it's, uh, it's on Series 3 now, this is the first time it's been on Prime Time. This is a show that when it's on, Twitter goes mad. It is just one of those... I will give
2: it a go this time, Luke. It's so
3: enjoyable. Things. You will, it's basically us, but on the telly. Uh, Gogglebox, uh, back on... No. Not over the like edge. It is the it is the quickest turnaround show. I mean, they will be covering. Mm. This will be on at nine o'clock on Friday. But I guarantee they'll cover something that was on that they're the previous covering night.
2: The Voice and the uh, and the yeah. Oscars and something else. I can't remember. And it's That's it's the a weird... really.
3: It's really good, and I really hope you do enjoy it. Gogglebox, Friday at 9 on Channel 4. They did start to cover movies a bit last Mm. series, which I found a little bit, you know, not as interesting, but fascinating stuff. Although we'll soon be
2: doing that on the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Uh,
3: If you would like to have your say, chime in and perhaps take Gary to name school and stop him going on IMDb. How can you bring up IMDb like that, Gary, and not know anybody's names?
4: That's the you one know, place I'm, you go. I got. I'm, busy, I'm a busy man. You know. I you don't. I've you... got things to do and people to see and dogs to walk Par- and Mrs. Yeah, McNamara needed me this week. Morgan. She what does needed me need to go and get. What well, she needed me to go and get a bit of shopping for her. So. You know. Oh, I, I, did I you have, get it? I don't to watch Jonathan flipping Creek. Did,
3: like you, did you?
4: Did you? So did you even get 15 minutes in, or was that a lie? What?
3: No, I didn't did give you the, get... the season oh, to right, the season. Say... What, what did Mrs. Mamara want from, from
4: the she, shop? She needed some milk and some bread when I went shopping. Though, I thought she milk got milk, milk delivered. She needed
3: some
2: more. There's She'd no run continuity
4: out. with Mrs. She'd <laughs> run out of milk.
2: <laughs> <walk. laughs> I don't I know like
4: about I mean, perhaps she was planning on making an angel delight. I didn't delve into the history. I just said. By the way, if she was, it was butterscotch. I feel like everything with Mrs. Mutt is a lie. I don't I don't I don't understand <laughs> what you're this coming just
2: from. when you like put a wig on and wear a dress and get <laughs> to the shops. And Mrs. you're in, in a the lift McNamara. with a
3: clown and a French woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if you would like to get in touch with us and perhaps, you know, pay for the relevant treatment that Gary needs, uh you can get <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter the uh am that Luke. Just don't I'm do at it at like,
2: in, like they did it in Dog Day Afternoon.
4: That's a reference I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: at Luke Custard TV. Shall I look TV. it up on IMDb? <laughs> Other websites Luke, are available at, at Luke Custard TV for moi.
4: At Matt's TV bites. At the Gary Show, if you'd like to join the Insanity Train. And at, yes.
2: If it's, but after next week, it's at Mrs. McNamara. <laughs> yes, okay. that, that's the other. How well do
3: I'm that surprised that her? nobody
4: started up a Mrs. McNamara account.
3: Oh, well, nobody we'll listens arrive.
4: to this. Oh, don't forget. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm just worried if we do it, will get more hits than the website <laughs> is. <for laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> like more followers than all of us combined.
2: Well, she's already oh. on the um, Radio Times podcast. Oh, is she. All the late.
3: Well. Not the All know. the late. Not that you'd know. All the latest TV news, previews and reviews can not only be found here, but they can be found throughout the week on thecustartv.com.
4: Are we having a song oh, this week?
3: Oh, sorry, sorry, off no, we go. I, I, I,
4: no, I, I don't think we are. I don't think you've deserved it. Come on, Gary. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. My rose has left me. I'm in a mood. She's gone to Kenya with the bloke from Allied Carpets. (laughs) She wasn't immunized. That's a legal requirement. (laughs) She's increasingly slapdash since we bought that new... Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?